Hey guys, welcome back. I'm Ruben. And I'm Nakia. Outnumbered. 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 Alright guys, this is a podcast for people with a bunch of children. Today's topic. <laughs> I kept it short and sweet right there. You know, like, Listen, let's just get into it. Mm. So, today's topic is mm. delivery stories. But specifically, Nakia, your delivery story with our firstborn. First. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's set the scene. The year 2013. Ooh, bars. Let's set the scene. All right. 2013. All right. So it's 2013. Ain't no in between. Let's not do this. Let's not do this. All right. So um, where do you want to start off? So just uh, talk about the vision of being pregnant, finding out being pregnant with... Lee, which we didn't know at the time, right? Didn't and know it was a girl. Didn't know right. it was a girl yep. or a boy, right? And ultimately wanted to have a natural birth because I've been doing some research just about birth in general, right? And hearing different stories and learning. So I was like, I've always had like this vision of me like outside of some tree in nature or something, having a baby or even in a big pool. And so it was like, oh, I would really like to have a water birth, right? Mm-hmm. And at that time, you know, water births is not something that will be common in like hospitals. So it was like I needed to find uh, a place near us where we would be able to have some type of water birth, which normally those happen at home or at some type of place like that in like mm-hmm. midwives. So I was like, okay, I need to find a midwifery place or something like that. Okay. And... In that search, you know, of doing that, I found Special Beginnings. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty cool. Called with them and, you know, just to check in and say, hey, you know, are you guys, I, I don't know how this works, but, yeah, you know, to look in to see. Are you taking patients or what? Yeah, I don't even whatever know. whatever that is. Just, I saw you guys online. I'd be interested to come and take a tour or learn about it. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure, you can come. And when we went, it was pretty cool. We went to go check it out, and yeah. Oh, you know, it was an open house thing we went to because there was yeah. other people there. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. got to, you know, they give an insight about the services they provide, the different rooms that are available, and just so to kind of paint the picture, right? There are these homes. I mean, these rooms that are set up like if it was your room in your house, right? Yeah, and like a, I would say like a bed and breakfast type vibe yeah definitely yeah. definitely and then the area outside where you could have uh, yeah. you know food or other things like that too and then downstairs where they actually see patients like on your checkups and other things like that yep and so that was it, it was a really cool experience it was like this is where you would come in you know to check up other things like that and so just that whole experience i think was like yeah i want to do it here whatever yeah. we need and then we found that insurance was covered in it and just knowing along this way it learned so much you know in reference to insurance what's covered you yeah. know expectations as far as fees for out-of-pocket things Man. and so i just, get i get it just as a reference like get, childbirth is expensive it's there's a lot of things that go into it can be yeah it can be it doesn't have it could be free but 
if you do it within the healthcare system, there's yeah. all these other like rules and things that they had to follow and it just adds to the price and insurance is involved. So it's a lot of money, but thankfully it was covered um, because just everyone doesn't have insurance. So that stuff you would come out of pocket for. Exactly. Um, so exactly. sorry, keep going. No, it's good. So that's why like this and we'll talk about the other ones. It kind of helped set the, the, the cost bracket of uh, what it would take in order to do this. Uh Right. And different in different scenarios. So like the place, special beginnings. And it was a great experience. Started going through there and basically getting into, you know, the delivery story part. Um, Pregnancy overall was great. So wait, wait, hold on. Yeah. Let's set the scene. Set the scene. All right. So we're talking about 40 weeks in. You're talking about. Yep. So this is the summer. Let's just put you in. Everyone set the scene. This is the summer of 2013. Summer of 2013. Hot. Hot in Maryland. Sweating hot. Yes. So here you go. It's August. Waddling around. You are 40 weeks ish. Yeah. You've done all the checkups. No issues. No issues. First child. First child. Um, And so, whoa, Special Beginnings is a rotating crew of. Midwives. midwives. So yes. you're not assigned to necessarily a single midwife. So Correct. even though you may have met may have met up with like two primary ones, yeah. There's a possibility that anybody that happens to be on call. Correct. Right? Because you could go into delivery at one AM in the morning. Yep. And someone whoever is available because some of the other midwives could have had back to back and you don't want anybody being deprived, right? Yeah. So Set setting the scene, going in. Yeah, we uh, fast forward to the day of feeling like, okay, something's happening. Right? Okay. I think it was downstairs. I wasn't sure if my water broke or not. I don't think it did, but definitely felt like something was happening because I was having a lot of pressure, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of pressure. And this was... It was still daytime, right? And I think I had a checkup before. It was like at 40 weeks or something like that. And which they broke my water. Oh, you're going there. I'm going back to. Go back. Go ahead. I remember you 40. So this is pretty much on time. 40 weeks. You had your 40 week on. You turned 40 weeks on Sunday, I feel like. Okay. And then Monday, you may have had a checkup on Monday. Uh Uh-huh. Or I feel like we went there maybe on Monday or Tuesday. And they went and they said, yeah, you're not ready yet. So then we went back home. Um, I don't think you thought you were in labor yet. But I think it was just a regular checkup for 40 weeks. Yeah. And I was like, you're still good. No worries. Yeah. And, and then even I, though it's a due date, it's still cool. It's just when the baby comes. No rush or other things like that. So I was like, okay, we're going to chill up. Yeah. So then I think it. that Tuesday is when we started going back and you had more more uh, pressure yeah more pressure down below and, and i was still working from home like yeah i was still working like doing it up so that tuesday was that the day they broke your water and then said so let's see how it progresses yeah yeah and it definitely how because i was like i don't even know what that is and they were like that's probably gonna increase you know, 
what happens because now. you weren't fully you weren't dilating Mm-mm. i feel like you were maybe four centimeters and like it was four centimeters for a long time and that's why they broke your water possibly because so. they must have done it for a reason i'm trying to remember they asked the question like if you want because it was after that and it was like would you like us to break your water and I was like, at that time, I was like, I don't know. I didn't even look up or know anything about that being, you know, a possibility or right. something. Right. So you were having contractions this whole time. Right. Before they broke your Not like you just said, hey, I think I'm, <laughs> I'm starting to have some pressure. And they're like, yeah, get here and we'll break your water. So yeah, this was yeah, after yeah. Um, more and more contraction. I feel like you weren't dilating anymore. Right. So then that's why they came up with breaking your water. Yeah. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to backtrack too. This is a while ago. I know. <laughs> I know. This is to do it. And there was so much going on with Lee's pregnancy. Just, ah, that's good. So, yeah. So that happened. We went back. It was all good. And just monitored. And they said, you know, just give us a call. And I think I was so hype. I was like, now I was like, oh, the baby's coming. Like, I'm ready, had it in my mind. I was like, ooh, we're going to have this pool, right? Mm-hmm. Have the water birth. Like, she going to come out. Like, ooh, she going to swim out of my vagina and just, like, <laughs> be in the water. Like, yeah, such a piece. Because, mind you, all of those that know, I've either had them watch some of these birthing videos with me. I was watching so many birthing videos. Yeah. Some that were clean water births. Some that were super bloody, raw. Like, I watched them all. I had no type of filter whatsoever because I was just getting my mind in a space of, okay, go through, learn it, see how it is, mm-hmm. right? And so I, I was just in in trance or just fully into watching those videos. And so I was like, okay, yeah, this is how mine's going to be. And going through that process, and eventually when we did come back in, they were like, okay, we think this is progressing you can come back so that would be wednesday yeah yeah i'm going back when lee was actually born thursday thursday morning so we had a full because we had a full day at the birthday center walking literally when i got there y'all i took all my clothes off was like i'm ready yeah (laughs) like i'm in the pool i'm like can we get the pool ready it was like wait the pool's not even up and ready yet Slow down. Yeah. I'm like, I'm ready to do this. I'm ready to have this baby. Soon she stepped foot in the door, just her she threw all her clothes off and just started walking around naked. Ready. Yeah, yeah. Baby time. We had our bags packed and other things like that. It was like we're going on vacation. It's a trip. Let's do this. This is like first kid. Like this is a lot of like preparation. I know from my perspective, it was like, okay, all right, it's game time. Let's go. We got this. We got this. All right. Yeah. All right. I remember we took classes on um, yeah. like breathing things. Okay. I got, I'm going to help you out with this. We got breathing. And your sister was there. Sister and mom. And your mom there. were there. Were they there yeah. this whole time, basically? Yeah, because we walked at that time. We were walking. Like they were the like, go, Yeah. They were like, okay, in order for us to start to induce... You know, labor naturally wants you to go and walk. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, okay. You know, it was like, oh, the contractions went away, right? And I'm trying to think, was this before or after I vomited all I over the floor? I feel like you've been throwing up this whole time. That's oh, just in my yeah, head. Yeah, man, <laughs> y'all. I was, throwing up. <laughs> I was 
throwing up all over the floor. I think I might have hit the nurse's foot because I went into the bathroom and just puked all over the floor. It was hard to keep fluids down. I didn't really want to eat anything. And I was such a food snob at this time because it was like, oh, let's get you some soup. I was like, did you just give me a canned soup? Like, I'm not going to eat any canned soup. Like, (laughs) get me something else, some raw fruit or something like that. I just was in my mind in that space, too, and very hard-headed at the time. I feel like that was, that's what you wanted, but not necessarily what your body wanted. Yeah, definitely. What what Lee wanted. Definitely. So she was probably kicking that stuff out of you. Like, oh, get that. Oh, man, y'all. Yes. And so, yeah, vomiting all over the floor, just eliminated, and just the gag reflex of trying to keep something down was just like, it was painful. Like, okay, I'm taking sips small at a time. Like, yeah. Okay. Right. And so, we walked all day. We were there. It was like, yeah, we don't see anything progressing right now. We're going to let you go back home. Right. Which at the time. So, right. So what I remember is if this is Wednesday, I yeah. remember that Tuesday. Yeah. It wasn't progressing. We came back home. Yeah. Wednesday. We were there all day. Exactly. Oh, you know what it was? What? Oh, no. Tuesday we went and we stayed at our friend's place that night. Was it Tuesday that night? Because then we came back Wednesday and did the whole thing again. And then Wednesday night, that's when we transferred. Ah, you're so right. You're so right. I was thinking it was the other way. So, so you yeah. were on Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday, we did this We whole... did that whole walking and everything and going. And, it was like... and that's when they gave you the... Uh... The, oh, the, the drug stuff. Yeah, they gave you a drug. That was uh, Tuesday night. Okay. Then, yeah. See, so context, y'all. So it's good to have the partner here. We're reliving this. Nakia's high on yeah, drugs. I got y'all. that video okay. somewhere. I need to find that. You can definitely post it. It's just, oh my goodness. So, yeah, the. So we went to Dominique and Charles's. It was good because they were closer to the birthing center than we were. So just a reference, those are our friends. They lived within 10 minutes of the birthing center. Yeah. From our house, it was like 45 minutes, it felt yeah, like, definitely. to get to this birthing center. So when we called to be sure we had to go, we couldn't like wait last minute um, because we'd be giving birth on the side of the road. So yeah. we'd have to you know, think about it and try to get there timing-wise. But again, this is the first one, so... I don't really know what to do. I'm kind of... I don't either. You know, Nakia's still learning her body going through this. So we're adjusting. So yeah, that Tuesday, you went through everything. Long, throwing up, walking, doing everything. And Mm -hmm. then they give you a pill to... Is it to ease your stomach? It's to ease my stomach and for me to rest. Because I couldn't sleep. Yeah, because you were going through contractions the whole time. And the body... uh, I had also had gotten um the IV for oh, the saline's yeah. yeah for fluids because I was I was literally pooping and and vomiting everything out that I had. Yeah. And I wasn't able to keep anything down. And so later on we find that this is definitely a cause of de- massive dehydration. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't um, help that it's in August. It doesn't, <laughs> but you know, um 
drinking water, that's where I learned drinking water and having water that's actually hydrating, there's a difference, right? Uh, at least for me, there's definitely a difference. So went to the friends. I don't remember this transport from yeah. the birthing center, getting in the car, like, okay, you'll need to rest into Dominique and Charles's. Like there's clouds there of what happened yeah. Where am I? Who am I? Who? What's happening? Yeah. So, like, so they gave you this, um, like I said, the pill to help settle your stomach and help you kind of just let your body rest. Yes. So I remember um, getting you in the car and then getting to their place, and they weren't there at the time, so they gave us like the code to get in, and um, you know, walking you in, they had the um, the sofa, couch sofa. What, what, not couch sofa, the sofa bed. Yeah. And so that's where we stayed on the sofa bed. But you had to use the bathroom. I remember you going, sitting in the, the bathroom on the, the lower level, and then you just looking up, and your eyes were just like, ooh, like you were dizzy. Like if someone spun you in a chair, your eyes were just like, ooh. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Nikia, are you okay? And you're just like, it's like someone... Like in a movie when someone put like a leech on your brain oh and it was like goodness. just sucking your brain out. That's what it was like. And you were just kind of out of it. Um, you this were a full day of super tired. This is contracting. And, you know, the biggest thing was my uterus and everything was contracting and pushing. But my actual vagina and opening or the passageway was the not cervix. opening. Yet. Yeah, yeah. And... Um, Good job, Ruben. My my brain just went to that point. I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah. No, the cervix was uh, it was, was, it was staying the same. Tight. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So that was Tuesday night into Wednesday. So wake up Wednesday morning and then go back and do the same thing over again. Yeah. So I feel like it was the same pattern of walking, um, you know. Going to the bathroom, throwing up, trying to eat stuff. But then also mm-hmm. the pool. I think that was when you got in the pool. pool was on yeah. And so that was different because this time, like, you know, before I was like, oh, I got in and jumped and, you know, take all my clothes off. It yeah. was more reserved, like, okay, uh, you know, what this are we like doing a, This now? is like a 12-round fight. Like, like, you got in hype in the first couple rounds. Like, yeah, let's do this. Let's knock out this baby. And they say this is like sometimes, you know, with some new mothers, it can be, it's a lot because you have to think about it. Your body has never gone through this level of opening, expansion, yeah. uh, to prepare for a full human to come out of your, your vaginal canal. Like, that is just... It takes so much more than, oh, here it is. And baby's going to come. It's and baby's going to come out. Like, it's not poop. <laughs> no, no, no. It is so much mental, you know, focus, other things like that, that are just, uh, if you don't develop those muscles, it's just so hard. Right? Yeah. It's so hard. And it, there can be many of times where we just gave up, but it was just like, no, we're going to make this work. Um, but however, over the time, even after getting in the pool, it was just like, this being the second day, right? Mm-hmm. I was on IVs and cold, y'all. That night before, I was shivering it up because I was getting the IVs and I was just so cold. And going into the next day was just like, we don't want to run the risk. Mm-hmm. As it got into the night, we don't want to run the risk of 
you having any implications here inside the birthing center. Mm-hmm. And we have to, we're giving you the option to transfer out to the hospital. So the way it works at the birthing center is they have rights at a local hospital, which is probably about 15 minutes away. So um, if something did arise, first off, to even be in the birthing center, just to clarify this, you have to have a, what's the term they use? Uh, like, a, I don't want to say a normal pregnancy, but you can't have any, like, Issues. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it has to be like just or... a regular, not a complicated, no crazy situation. I, you know the word yeah. I'm trying to use. Just like a healthy, yeah, healthy. No like complications. You're not at risk. You're not at risk. Yes, at That's risk. It. So because even for those that don't know, even if you had like a C-section before. They have something called a V-bag, which is a vaginal birth after C-section. V-bag? And so you could still have, you know, a natural birth after that. Yes. So we were good. We didn't have any of those issues. And so very thankful for that. But when it came to that moment when Susanna was talking, Mm -hmm. I was crying so much because the vision of the birth that I wanted mm-hmm. was not happening. Right. Susanna and, was the midwife. Um, just to clarify. Yeah. And so now at this point in time too, I believe Jazz was still there or she had to go and come back. But mom was there the whole time. Ruben was there the whole time. And um, yeah, it was like, okay, we need to get her because I was still in active like labor. Like I was still contracting. My body was still contracting. Yep. All this and whole time. like <laughs> Making these decisions, other things like that. So it was like, what do you want to do? And I was like, we can go transfer. Cause yes. I don't want to push forward with my dream and it's putting us at risk. Mm-hmm. Like I can see that now. Yeah. And so, like I said, this is the full day of this is the full Wednesday because this decision was made at around midnight. Yeah. So literally a whole day of uh, labor to get um, to this point where you're transferring to the hospital. Uh, so we uh, get you out and drive over to. I should know the name of the hospital, but I don't. Is I mean, that- Annapolis. No, medical center, Anne Arundel Medical. Yeah, Anne Arundel Medical. Whatever, it was a hospital down the road. Okay, so uh, we go. You know, when uh, you don't plan to go there, it's like not even that wasn't Plan B at all. So it's like I don't need to know the name of this place. We not gonna go. You had uh, set your mind to the birth. I did, center, I but, did, and yeah. that'll come in. That'll come into play later on when they talk about setting up a different place. Uh, um, the backup, but go ahead. Yeah, but because we went to a bright, um, brighter child, because we went to special beginnings, they this is the hospital that they work with. So that's important because they can get in easily. They don't have to do a lot. Oh man, we really about to get in it. Yeah, yeah. This is why we say one at a time because there's so many details that went into their stories. Yeah. So, so yeah, we they helped me get in the car. Yep. Something about moving a pregnant woman while she's in active labor uh, in the process of the body going through all of this transformation. So you think about normal activities of walking, talking, other things like that. Like it's so much. So great things. Ruben 
And yeah. mom and jazz are just yeah. making those things happen because now it's like we're getting in and getting in the car. You had yeah. to go and pull the car around. Yeah. And like Susanna, again, the midwife is like, this is the plan. This is what we're about to do. Yeah. Because it's going to require that everybody does their part. It takes and, a team. Yeah. Yeah. Because if it was just Ruben and I and having to get me into the hospital to get the wheelchair and do all of that while needing to have the car parked, like getting our bags, you know, cause we had stuff we brought with us. So we had to pack back up. Yeah. To move to this hospital and yeah. Checking in. I, this is all a blur to me too, because, um, you know, I was like out of it as well. I can't compare to you obviously, but they're still like, okay, this isn't over yet. Like we're still doing this, this is day. Going into day three now, because this is turning into Thursday. So it's like, oh, okay. All right. So we're going where? All right. Well, let's go. So you're rolled uh, in the wheelchair. You get checked in. Um, Go ahead. Uh, Yeah, we get in. We get up to get into the room. It's bright. It's so bright in this hospital. Yeah. Going, coming from the birthing center where like the lights are dim. Yeah, like, yeah, it's right. The mood is set. It's kind of low light. It's very intimate, like, you know, adjustment there to the super bright. Bright fluorescent lights. Of like super sensor, like whatever. And I'm already now in a stink mood because I didn't want to be in the hospital in the first place. And so this is, again, this is midnight. So those bright lights at midnight don't feel good either. Like your eyes are like, what's going on? So we get in, get all hooked up and everything. And then that's when they bring in the options of basically what we need to do right now is get your body to rest because it's pushing, it's going boom, 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 boom. What's going boom, boom, boom. Sorry, my, um, (laughs) thank you. My, I say my abdomen, but the actual, uh, uterus going into the cervix, the uterus is contracting, mm-hmm. right? And, but the cervix is not opening mm-hmm. in order for that contraction, that work to actually work together. Yep. So, which can cause a lot of pressure on the cervix and bruising, other things like that that don't need to happen. From the baby's head. From the baby's head, yeah. right? And yeah. then you don't want to, remember my water was broke some time back. And we didn't want to um, just have this, this, uh, man, where is I'm looking for right now? This was hard, y'all. This, you didn't want this type of friction happening, this type of force where it should be a more smoother process. Doesn't mean that there won't be pain or there won't be discomfort. But the level that it was going at right now, my body was sprinting at this, but the doors to open up for the race to begin had not opened up yet. So you got all of this pressure happening and it's not going anywhere. It's not actually making progress. And so it was like, okay, we have to calm that down for you. And so the thing to help with the pain, they were like, okay, we have to do an epidural, right? And then hearing that, I was like, oh, man, we're going down the spiral of epidural to C-section. Epidural to Pitocin. Pitocin, yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh, like, this is just, I don't like it. And then some of the nurses that came in there, I didn't like them. Um, (laughs) Just because of them, like, rushing through things and... Anywho, 
So Susanna, you know, was very reassuring as far as, okay, we're going to do the epidural, epidural oh my goodness, the dirtle, epidural. epidural to help you relax. The biggest thing is to help you relax right now. And of course, plug back up to the IV for saline too and uh-huh. hydration. And so it was like, you're going to, once they do that, if that's what you want to do, and Suzanne always asks and confirms, if that's what you want to do, we'll send the guy in. By the way, y'all do a check on this later on. It is so expensive for somebody to come in and do an epidural yeah. for you. It That is like one of the biggest things. They go in and put the needle in your back. Yeah. Your because spine. they have to be very exact about doing that. Like, yeah, that was definitely a burning sensation. Like, no. I yeah, for all those that have gone out it, great job. Mom's is not easy thing. So I was like, yes, they come in with this big old tray like they about to perform some, you know, some super yeah. experience. So going through, they did that. They fixed it up. They were like, you're going to start to feel numb basically from the abdomen area, right? And your uterus and down. Mm-hmm. And so that didn't take any time whatsoever. And then there was like a, a thing on the side where they were like, if you're feeling more pain, press this and it yeah. will release more. Oh, I remember when we first got there, the guy came into the room, the uh-huh. anesthesiologist, and he's like, um, are you in pain? Like on a level of one to 10. And you were like, uh, yeah, like a 10. Uh-huh. I think it's interesting you said you said like a like a ten. Yeah. yeah. Or he asked you, Are you in pain? You're like, no. He's like on a scale of one to ten. You're like ten. <laughs> and it was like he was like, What are you in pain? You were like, No, I mean I'm not, but it's a ten. <laughs> yeah. My pain tolerance. It's like yeah. it's not it's there, but it's not unbearable. <laughs> like it's not unbearable. It's like, okay, this lady is. Yeah. She's yeah. a piece of work. You were, um, yeah. Sorry, you were... not where I wanted to be. <laughs> like, no, I'm not in pain. And my birth is not a disease, which is on the medical documents, by the way. It was like, oh, what disease are you suffering from? Oh, pregnancy. I got this baby up in me. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so we're there. And I'm super loopy right now, but I'm still able to make decisions. Right. And so, but after that, after getting the epidural, I think it was out. I got to sleep. Yeah, you got to sleep. I got to sleep. Like, yeah, this is probably like one o'clock in the morning at this time. Yeah. And then I got woken up. I just felt it was like something's happening. Yeah. Like, I think the baby's coming. Yep. And thankfully, I didn't get the Pitocin. Mm-hmm. And. After allowing the body to rest, I think that was the biggest thing. Actually, being able to rest because even the other nights when we went home, other things like that, it was like still up. some, but it was still yeah. the body was still racing. Yeah. And so now, after being rested, I think Jazz might have went and come back, or Mama Maybe. Jazz. Or I remember sleeping on that little the couch. It's not even a full couch. I think it's like a love seat. It was all three of y'all. Yeah, I think we were all there that night. Like your mom was in the chair. I think Jazz was on one side of the couch and I was on the other side of the couch. Yeah. Not even laying down, but just like upright, slanted, you know, very awkward. And I do want to, I do want to go back in the story some. Jazz was my designated um, doula. Driver. 
just say driver, doula, uh, just, you know, support, love, mom there too. They were, they're really good, especially when Ruben needed to go and run and get something. They were there support, helping, you know, keeping me in the right mindset and just so helpful overall. Like this was out of all three of my pregnancies, this was one of the most intensive, just energy draining processes in general. Like, yeah. But I, I can see why this that one being first was good, like yeah, because yeah. just what was to come after. So I'm getting ahead of myself, but just great thanks to my sister and my mom, um, and then of course Ruben. Just hey. like this is practice because we did birthing classes. Hey. We did birthing classes before Lee. Yeah, we did. That's what I said. And we went in. Jazz was there too. Jazz went. Dad came to some of the classes too. Yeah. So I remember going to, uh, it was like we had to rush to get there because it was like six o'clock. And this yeah. is still like 40 minutes away. Yeah. And we would go to, um, what's the store? Safeway. Yes. Before we get something to eat before we go into class. It That was some work before too. And the only difference I think about that class was like, they go over like stories and they go through some breathing things, but it doesn't really get into the work. Like one of the other classes we went to after that focused on like your mental state yeah. and actually breathing, how to breathe through things. Yeah. And we'll talk about that for Mara's part. But the, so thanks for that. You know, the birthing classes getting to that point and being in a hospital now and baby actually coming out. So this is probably around. Six seven in the morning. Yep. You wake up and you're fully dilated. I got to sleep for like three hours, right? As so, at least. Yeah. At least maybe four four or five hours. So yeah. you're fully dilated, and um, it's go time. It's go time. All right. So, what do you right. remember from that? From that, it was like, okay, well, let's get you set up. Let's sit up because you know I was laying down. Uh-huh. Let's sit up and um. Uh, Susanna, you know, went in to check. She's so she's going in, putting her fingers inside of my vagina to check Vagine. to see again the dilation, but then also to help pinpoint where I could feel. Because remember, again, it had the epidural, so it's numbing in certain areas. So she's putting in to apply pressure. And right now, I have like my two fingers to apply pressure so she can say, Can you feel this? Mm-hmm. Because this is where I want you to focus your intention on to push yeah. out, right? Or say, Bear down, yeah. you know, for having a baby come out. And so once it was there, it was like, Okay, let's go. I could definitely still feel things happening. Yeah. Um, I, it was like it was go time. Like I had another, you know, second win. Birth. My second, second win, win yeah, was yeah. in. It was like, okay, let's do this. And it was like she pressed down. She was like right here, and it was like push. I was listening to her. She was an awesome coach and just followed through what she said. So it was like as we we're going down and pushing, like it really was no blockage in after that. Like baby started coming out, heads coming out. And it was like okay, mm-hmm. the heads out. Now, right? I mean, at least the crown of the baby's head is there. And it was like, normally that's like the ring of fire. Like, this is where the baby's head is. And it's like, okay, take some time. We're taking yeah. through and still breathing through this process. And um, I remember her feeling the hair. Like, yeah. She was like, this baby got a lot of hair on her head. <laughs> or his head. She, we didn't even know then. Like, all this is happening. We don't know if it's a boy or a girl, right? Yeah. So, yeah. anyway, um, go ahead. 
So going down and, uh, you know, I'm sitting in a uh, upright knees up position Mm -hmm. and it's like, okay, hold and push. I think Jazz is to my right. Ruben is like right in front. You're like right near Susanna, mm-hmm. right? Um, Cause I'm getting ready. I'm so getting like, ready. Okay, continue to push. It's like bear down and push. And this whole time, it's like the pain again. That probably could be with the epidural. It's not a, a lot, uh, but pushing down and going through. Once getting the baby's head out was like the baby's head is out. Was like what? Oh, that's awesome. Like, yeah. there's not much more to go from here. Once you get the baby's head out, like, that's the biggest thing. Because remember, all those days before and trying to get it out, but not having the service to be dilated mm-hmm. to actually get the baby to come out, it, that's where it causes so many issues. Mm-hmm. And so now the baby's head was out. I was like, okay, cool. You know, now we're going to, the baby's going into that rotation point. It's time to get the shoulders out. Mm. Right, so don't push too much. Continue. We want to wait for the next contraction. Gotcha. gotcha. Right. We don't want to push just because when you feel, and she asked me, when you feel the next contraction come, that's when I want you to bear down. Mm-hmm. So okay, breathe a little bit, and no, at this point, the, there are like back to back, maybe yeah. a minute or so. It's like okay, this is the next Time to wave. go. Your body so ready. it's like okay, let's do it. Bear down. Mm. And shoulder, this one shoulder, okay. And same thing again, okay. There's a contraction, go push again. I'm holding my knees, or holding my feet, holding my feet. Because she was like, there was that one point, she was like, Oh, somebody needs to hold your legs for you. I was like, I can hold my own legs. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you know I've been a cheerleader all these years? Like, I can hold my own legs. <laughs> I remember that, like. I'm flexible enough to hold my own legs. You said, I imagine you putting your uh, your legs behind your back. <laughs> like, oh, you want to hear? Let me go and show you. I can do something. Your legs over your head. So I was like, oh, I can hold my own. So I'm holding my own. And Jazz for it too. And then the other shoulder came out. And then after that, like, baby pops out. Right, Ruben? And then what happens? You, you're you on the receiving end. I'm on the receiving end, yeah. So I'm seeing this head swirling out of Nakia. Um and it's almost time to catch. So she already knows that I want to catch. So she, Susanna. Susanna already knows that I want to catch. So um, when she says, okay, it's time, um, I just stand there. Like, I don't have any gloves on. Like, I, I was like, do I need to put gloves on? She's like, no, it's your baby. <laughs> okay, all right. So that's the difference, even though we're in a hospital setting. Right, like they have that the jurisdiction over how yeah we're going about birthing, which I I think was so good yeah as she was still there because we didn't really see any changes until after she left. Yeah, there wasn't a doctor that came in and moved her out the way. It's like I got this. Yeah, give me this baby, like you know. So, um, so then yeah, it's starting to come out, and like you said, you push. Yeah. Final push. Yep. This baby falls into my hands. And it is the oddest feeling. I don't even know how to explain it. But I'm like in shock. Like this is, I've never done this before. But there's this like little baby in my hand. And as soon as I catch it, there's like a gallon of fluid that comes out behind (laughs) it. (laughs) Of this warm fluid. And my hands are just like covered in like wet Nakia juices. And this like baby. And I'm, oh. 
Thank God that I didn't like drop that baby because it was like it was a total shock that like I was it was an out of body experience to like have this baby with this gushing flow of water. Yes, yes. And so I hung on the baby and they're like, "Oh, okay, all right, here you go." (laughs) And then everything after that moment started going fast. It was like. Now the other nurses and stuff were in. It was like, okay, we got to get the baby. Got to cut the umbilical cord. You know, we got to go through and do this. And we got to get the baby to cry. Now she's over, you know, behind at the other area. And I'm like, where's my baby? Yeah, definitely. That's when the hospital, or at least that hospital side of it kicked up. It's like they were just, because there was a nurse in there the whole time. Yeah. The older lady, I think, yeah. was in there, and um, and so yeah, her her bedside manner wasn't the best. I, yeah, I didn't like her. But again, also we didn't know these people at all. This was Plan B. So, yeah. um, soon as the baby was born, it's like they kicked into their hospital baby mode, which is yeah, like, yeah. okay, but well, check the baby's heart rate. Oh, oh, yeah, God. baby's not breathing. I was like, the baby's chilling. Did you see when she came out? Like she was. So chill. Yeah, it reminded it's me like, of. Oh, she uh, needs to cry. I was like, why she? She can't you see? She's breathing like. Yeah, it reminded me of a like a like a NASCAR pit stop. You ever oh seen my those gosh! Yeah. Like, all the people <laughs> come <laughs> in, <laughs> and so um, all this is happening. And then Susanna is just like, focus on me right now. Yeah. Because it's not over. No. Nope. I still need to give birth to the placenta. So this is called the second birth. Before that, I was like. I don't remember us talking about this second birth thing. Yeah. Maybe I, maybe that was missed yeah. in our conversations, but <laughs> the second birth, I don't remember that at all. Yeah. It was like, you're basically going to do the same thing that you just did with the baby. Huh? <laughs> I was like, okay. She's like, when you feel the next contraction come, yeah. it's like the next one. Yeah. I, like, I was like, okay, I'm done. No, yeah. the next one, when it comes. You need to bear down again and birth out to close it up. It's like, this is wild. Okay, same thing. Like, when I tell you, it's not like, oh, this one's easier. No, it's the same level of effort to push, to out, push that, out the placenta. That egg foo young. Oh, my gosh. When it comes out, <laughs> whew, I was like, wow. Like, what just came out? Like, yeah. I couldn't see it, other things like that. And there was this whole thing about when the placenta came out, you know, after that point, Susanna had to go. She probably had another birth or something after that. And it was like, okay, thanks. She was like, you did a great job. You know, everything will follow up. Yeah. You know, I'll check on you, other things like that. But I have to go now. This is the nurse, you know, that'll be here. And I was like, her point, I was like, bruh, can you stay? Like, okay. So I was like, okay. And then immediately after the ladies, like, I was like, I would like to keep my placenta. And she was like, oh, we can't have you do that. I said, what are you talking about? That's mine. (laughs) So you can either put it in a bag. Like, I don't care what you need to do. Like, this is where it started to come into, like, I'm glad I've read a lot about in-hospital activities and your rights for certain things. And I've had a conversation with other friends about this. I was like, oh, I didn't know they told me I couldn't take it. It's yours. Yeah. That is your placenta. It belongs to you. You made it. You made it. Even if they're like, oh, I don't have a bag. I said, I got a Ziploc bag. Put it in the bag and I'll take it with me, which is ultimately what we ended up doing. Like, you're not going to tell me that this is not mine. Yeah, yeah. There were a lot of things that I guess based on their experience when 
women come in, some women may be like, oh, whatever you say, that's what I do. I'm not one of those. Yeah, you shouldn't be like that. It's your body. It's your, you have the right to, um, you know, dictate what you want. Yeah. So, go ahead. And as they, you know, at the time they were getting Lee all wiped down. Wiped me down. And put over in the little incubator thing to warm her up or other things like that. Heat lamp, yeah. Um, fry yeah, lamp. they had her under the fry lamp. Yeah. A uh, little heart monitor on her. And um, they were like, okay, we'll get you cleaned up. And then um, when you'll have to go to the bathroom, you're not going to know when you need to go to the bathroom. And I was like, I'm going to know. When I need to go to the bathroom. And I was like, oh, no, you're not going to know, whatever. And I was like, how are you going to tell me? I was like, I need to go to the bathroom. Like, now she was like, oh, you don't know, you know, because you had the upper door. I was like, I'm, tell- I'm telling you that I have to go to the bathroom right now. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Move. Move these things out of the way so I can go to the bathroom. Yeah. I ended up going to the bathroom and I was like, see, you need to get out of here. <laughs> you didn't say when that, the, but that's just in that your head. That is in my head. Yeah, yeah. Because you're not listening to me. Yeah. And when it comes into if anybody that you're working with, and especially with the birth, and they're not listening to you, they need to be removed. Yeah. So I ended up going to the bathroom. I ended up going pee and poop, which means my organs and everything are functioning as they should. Going back to normal, yeah. Um, it took some time for me to walk to get to the space, but I walked and got to the space so I could go to the bathroom. Yep. And carry my little IV, IV yeah. pull to it. Um, and then basically once we were there and it was let us go and they asked things like, do you want to do the vitamin K or other things like that? All of that before we had already opted out of um, to do. And there's certain, again, certain rights that you have with that whole process. So that's kind of a blur. I think you were there with the baby, you, mom and Jazz were while I could go to the bathroom and stuff. And this was now the time where it was transitioning because now we're out of the delivery space to go into the Whatever the room you stay in for a day, yeah, or two was it two? I don't even know. So at this point, it Lee was born at seven forty two, August twenty second, right? Yeah. So, um, we had a girl, and and all of that in the midst of all of that, we find out that we have a girl. I I, I don't know if it was when we first caught her, and I looked her. The I think the uh, Susanna probably called it. Yeah. Whatever. It was just but, so it was just so much other stuff like. Just the the appreciation for the other two births once we start to talk about it is just like a, a completely different world. They are different worlds. And uh, I appreciate the experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciate it. But yeah, there's definitely is something to know that there's better. There's other options that could come about. But and again, again, I would say people have different hospital experiences because at different hospitals are set up where they kind of cater more to the um uh what's the birthing center type experience. Yep, that so, definitely is new right now. With yeah. like beds and couches and you know, I, I think that's one thing people do when they shop not shop around, but I guess they compare what hospital they want to go to. Yeah. They definitely. take tours of the hospital like we took tour of a birthing center. Yeah. And from our friends they have some really nice kind of uh, layouts. So they're not just this cold, like bright light room there's some um making a an effort yeah, yeah to to being more um comfortable so uh, with that yeah we're then we transfer to the room where we stay in and then we let my parents know my yeah. parents are like four hours away so 
they they're you know up to date on a lot of the stuff going on but then once you finally give birth and they start to come down mm-hmm. and they uh my sister comes too because mm-hmm. they're super excited this is the first this is the first uh first child for us right so they're super excited they come visit us um what do you remember about that that um I don't know. There's a term. We should probably look up what this room is called. But the room you stay in. You know what we stay in. Post-delivery. Sure. I like that. That sounds very official. Official. Post-delivery yeah. room. Yes. Because that's when they also come in too. Would you like for us to take pictures for you to get pictures? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. we never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, we got pictures. You know what I remember most about that? Is the boxes and little cartons of apple juice. Yeah. That's what I remember the most. Oh, yeah. Eating in the hospital was a challenge. Yeah. It was like, oh, what am I going to eat? What is the options? Pizza. No fresh (laughs) salad. Pizza or some meat and something. It was like, this doesn't... Can you go... You ended up getting like the vegetable noodle soup from Noodles and Company. Yeah, I think my parents got that actually for us. Because it was like... I can't eat this. I'm hungry, but I can't eat this. I ate a lot of crackers. Yeah. And at that point in time, they were like, oh, you probably have some after cramping. Uh-huh. After cramping? What's the after cramping? Oh, we have some Advil here for you. Okay, I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take that. So, yeah. And Ruben getting in the, the bed with me, because at that point, there's not, it's not a lot of room there either. So, you got into the little bed with me and lay with me while we held Lee and yeah. so out there all of that, you know, the process and to have her there with us, so chill, so loving. It's like we have this little baby and wow, you know, all of that, that's what I talk about. It just is like memory wipe. Mm-hmm. Because it's just like all of that work and as a result of three nights of you know, pre-labor, active labor, you know, and then post that you have a new life here and it's so precious and um, such a blessing. Let's talk about God's gift. It's so amazing to be able to have participated in that and that I made it out safe, that she made it out safely. And that we had an amazing support team, mm-hmm. even with those that may not have been able to come to the hospital, but mm-hmm. sending their prayers, sending their love, and um, was just so amazing to have. And you know, I, we didn't have a lot of footage or doing video or other things like that. Yeah, I think your mom recorded video. What for Lee? Yeah, I don't think so. Because I remember they're like, "Yeah, please don't take any videos. This is at the hospital." Where they're like, please don't take any videos. Probably legal something. And she was like, oh, yeah, I'm just taking pictures. But she was taking video. We got to find that. <laughs> we got to do, yeah, we check in order and get it. Because we got to compile a mix. I think the biggest one that didn't have any video whatsoever is Amar. Yeah, we'll get into that one. But so, yeah, yeah. middle children. I'm glad we split these, <laughs> these up because trying to put them all in one that wouldn't have done justice for how much no. happened, how much went into each of their stories. So so we're in the post room and we're there for a day? Yeah. Overnight? Yeah. And then we come home the Left. next day? Yeah. Sarah, it's all a blur. 
So. Yeah, because you had to go down, get the car and everything. Yeah, I think maybe it was like 24 hours. At least 24 hours. Because I remember it kind of being dark when we left the hospital. Yep. So that it must have been that next day. Yeah. That next night. So, yeah, everything checked out with Lee. Perfectly healthy child. Mm-hmm. And uh, then it was time to go and kick us out. Which was good. We were ready to go. Ready to go. Ready to be in the bed. And... Time Do you remember baby. that first ride? Yeah. Like, that first ride home. Like, I remember wheeling you and you having the car seat. You know, we had this car seat in the car. And, like, you know, everything's, like, perfect, ready. You know, as a first-time parent, you got to get everything ready early. So, the car seat's been in the car. Yeah. But that first, like... You're leaving the hospital now. You did it. Here you go. Now go be a parent. Like yeah. I remember pushing you in the wheelchair, or maybe somebody else pushed you in the wheelchair. But I remember walking from um, the room all the way down, down like to this other part where we had the car parked. You get in the car. We put Lee. She's already in the car seat, but we put her in the little base. Click it in, and we drive off. And it's like, okay. Here we go. Like just, um just thinking about just what just happened. Yeah. Right? You're still like, kinda like Yeah, it's like it's so much it wasn't what I had envisioned. Oh, I'm kinda crying out. It was just it was so much work, mm-hmm. you know, that went into the process. And we talk about like mental work right of not breaking down at every you know point and just so thankful for the experience and um to see her now you know seven years later it's like you know i loved you so much and we you know did so much for you before you even came and you know we get so busy sometimes we forget um how much, you know, effort mm-hmm. you put in to nurture something mm-hmm. and to make sure that it turns out the best that you possibly can. And um, it's like a, another realization moment of how precious life is. Yeah. And, you know, it's like you can do no wrong. There's... Just that, like that, I think words kind of get lost right now. It's just that yeah. overwhelming feeling of love and yeah gratitude for all of this. Like, we're not rushing to go this place now. We're, we're right here. She's here. Yeah. She's here. It was like that. I think we're still like, this baby. Yeah, it's still like a shock. Like... After all that, like you said, you've been through so much for those couple of days. Uh, and it's like, okay, all right. We're parents now. Like, this is it. Like <laughs> That 40 weeks of you being pregnant and enjoying that, the delivery, all that is kind of like, that's in the past now. So yeah. now we got, you know, the rest of our lives with this child to raise and that's a whole nother thing. But as far as the delivery. As far as the delivery. Mission complete. 
Mission complete. Great job, Nakia. Your body went through a lot. And didn't go as according to plan, but it still went great. Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. So, I think that was a good first delivery story, Nakia. Yeah. Yeah. Emotions, you got the tears flowing. Reliving it. You know, a lot of things that I, I forgot and then, you know, you reminded me of and vice versa. So, I'm glad we yeah. talked about it. And this is the first one. We got two more to go. Two more to go. And I'm sure we get, uh, be interested when we get some insight from mom and jazz too. But for the others, because then the, the, the context changes, right? You have one and then another one's being born. All the other people that came into play with making that happen. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, this was, this was really good. I'm glad and I gotta find some of the other footage too, from like, especially like Zoe's birth too. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. But um, we will get yeah. into that. But yeah, for this one, uh, thank you, Nakia, for sharing your story. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. All right, for guys. Being there too, Mister Porter. Yeah, I was there. I, you know, I did a little bit. I was in the pool. Uh, I think I did some massaging at some point. You definitely did. Oh my goodness! You know what? No, before we end this, with some of the exercises that we did, like when we were in the pool, Ruben was very hands on and engaged. He is not one to be off to the side, off put, or anything like that. He has always been right there. So there was a point where I was going through, um, like we thought we were like okay, going through active labor and trying to get to that point where we're in the pool Ruben's behind me I'm squatted in a position and we're going through these breathing exercises and it is so intense he's right there behind me right uh they took off his shirt got right in and just was just right there and I think that really is a testament to our support and our love for each other Mm -hmm. of I have you I'm there you know, to support you the best way I know how. Yeah. And we'll figure this out together. Yep. And um, and it definitely has helped us along the way. Yeah. And so you can see that because it's like whatever it is that I can do for you, I will. Whatever yeah. it is that you can do for me, you will. Yes, ma'am. And, um, yes, ma'am. So. That's thank good. You. So, again, I'm Ruben. I'm Nikia. This has been We're Outnumbered. We'll uh, check you guys later. Hope you enjoyed it. All right? All right. Later. Later. Peace.